Well, guess what? There is more to talk about this morning on the whole Surrey policing story, because according to the Surrey Police Service Union, there are 10 new recruits for the police service that aren't being paid their salary because the city of Surrey has refused to pay them that salary. So the union has stepped in, they said, to make those payments. But this is just yet another kind of salvo here in this tit-for-tat battle that's been going back and forth between the Surrey RCMP and Surrey Police Service discussion with the city of Surrey. So we're going to get an update on the situation now. Mike Farnworth joins us, BC's Minister of Public Safety and Solicitor General. Thank you very much for being here. My pleasure. Have you had a chance to talk to the city of Surrey about this situation? Uh, my uh, my ministry has been in uh, is being in contact uh, with the city of Surrey on this particular situation, which quite frankly is just think, nothing more than I think uh, vindictive obstructionism, to put it bluntly. Um, you know, I, I get the city of Surrey doesn't like my decision, but you don't take it out on uh, hardworking police officers who want to serve their community and are excited about doing so. And um, I can tell you that those police officers are going to be paid. And I'm uh, really excited that uh, they're joining the Surrey Police Service. And on behalf of the, the province, I want to welcome them. So what was the city of Surrey's response to this? Why are they doing this? Um, the city of Surrey has been obstructionist um, over the last year um, on the issue of the, tra- on the transition to the Surrey Police Service. It is the law of the, the province of British Columbia in legislation that the city will transition to the Surrey Police Service, and they need to get on with it. Um, everybody's been working hard on this. Uh, we've got uh, new recruits joining, um, and uh, the transition is, is in progress. And they need to stop the obstructionism, and they need to understand that sticking your head in the sand uh, isn't going to accomplish anything. Right. Now, they're claiming Peter German, who is the, the city of Surrey's representative on this, they say that, well, the SPS is way over budget and they, they can't afford this. They're not going to do this. What do you say to that? Well, first off, I find that uh, a bit uh, 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 hard to, to take, given the fact that at the last third quarter financials for the city of Surrey, they've actually underspent their police budget. Uh, they have north of $80 million sitting in a police uh, transition reserve fund. Uh, so to say that they don't have the money, uh, frankly, is, uh, uh, you know, I have, I have a real problem with that. Uh, they know the transition is underway. They know that, uh, that uh, uh, Surrey police officers uh, will be being hired. They know that they are moving to a Surrey uh, police service and transition away from the RCMP. They need to get on with it and stop playing games. What tools do you have? What tools does the provincial government have at this point, though, to, to deal with the situation, given this latest twist? Uh, there's a number of, of tools that the province has. The director of police services will be in, in contact uh, with the city of Surrey. Uh, there were changes made in terms of legislation earlier this year uh, that expand the, uh, the powers of the director of police services within my ministry. Um, the legislation also made it clear that the uh, Surrey Police Service will be the uh, police agency that polices Surrey. All those things are in place. It is the law of the province of British Columbia, and the city of Surrey is not above the law. They have to follow it. What kind of tools then? What can the director of police services do? Uh, the director of police services can uh, issue um, uh, a directive, an order that they must uh, um, do certain things. They can look at uh, a budget, for example, and say uh, make a decision uh, around that that uh, has to be followed by the uh, by the city of Surrey. 
Um, they are the, the so there are significant powers there. Um, what what we need to understand, what the city needs to understand, is the transition is going ahead. Uh, it has already been significantly underway. Uh, the administrator, uh, in terms of the board, has submitted a budget to the city of Surrey, uh, and that uh, uh, they need to get on with things. Are those legal orders then that if the if the director of policing services says this must be complied with, like is those, that those 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 the, the orders from the director of police services must be complied with? Okay, so then what if they just say no? Because it seems like every time we've talked to you about this, it's been like this: they must do this. They don't do it. And uh, every single time we get, uh, we manage to uh, to push through it. Um, this uh, the transition, as I said, is underway, and we're fully aware that the city of Surrey is being obstructionist. That's exactly what they're doing. But I think what's really particularly, I think, appalling in this case is the vindictiveness that is being shown is being taken out on individual uh, police officers who want nothing more than to serve their community at a time when communities such as Surrey are facing real challenges um, in, a, in a number of areas uh, around uh, public safety, and they want to do a job. And quite frankly, I would think that the city of Surrey would want to welcome them uh, in the same way that, uh, that we're welcoming them uh, to the Surrey Police Service uh, to be able to do the work that, that they want to do. Are you concerned at all that this would make any, and it's hard to recruit for any police force these days, but this would make potential recruits say, you know what, I am staying as far away from that as possible? I think the message that we're sending out is that uh, if you come and work for the city of police, uh, the Surrey Police Service, you don't have to worry. You will be paid. Uh, you're going to get paid. Uh, it's a great opportunity to be part of a, of a, of a new police force um, that uh, I think has an exciting future ahead of it. Um, it's moving forward. Uh, it's in the, uh, the law of British Columbia, and I have every confidence uh, that, uh, that uh, it will be going uh, ahead in the way that it's supposed to uh, with new recruits wanting to, to serve their community. Uh, and that's where these recruits are from, by and large, is from the city of Surrey. That's where they want to spend their career. That's what they, want, that's what they signed up for, uh, to work and, and, and help keep their community safe. And I'm looking forward to them having uh, successful careers there. Well, thank you for your time this morning. My pleasure. Appreciate that. Mike Farnworth, BC's Minister of Public Safety and Solicitor General. I'm sure at some point we'll be talking to him again about what the next turn of events is in this situation. It does seem like every time we do talk to him, he says, this is it. This is what's happening. This is what we're going to do. And then Surrey throws another wrench in the plan. So we'll find out. City of Surrey hasn't said much other than, oh, well, it was over budget. That's why we didn't pay them. But a lot of pressure on it this time around. There will be more to talk about, I'm sure. Found a way in, Simi at cknw.com.